Hello everyone and welcome back to the council. I am Sohail and we are joined with, by Constance. Hello. Anthony. Hey everyone. And Jack. Hello. There's a, only a group of us here, but we're going to make it very special for you. Kind of, I'm happy to be back. That's what I'll say. So tonight we'll be talking about or reviewing Uncharted the movie, which just came out for me a little bit more than a week ago. And I think just over the weekend for the North American peeps. And after that, we'll go on to a similar flow and discuss a movie based on a video game genre and decide if we like, hate, or just want to vent about it because I have a lot of venting to do. <laughs> so I think we shall just get in style. We'll just be, anyone can speak at any time, but I just want to give you my thoughts on what I thought of the movie. You know, I didn't really want to watch it because I have a lot of stuff going on, but you know, I needed to make a commitment. So I went to the theater or the cinema, excuse me. And I was like, you know what? I love Uncharted. I love the game. I played every single one. And then I played Uncharted 4 when that came out in 2016. So I know, and I still have that in my drawer. And I was like, what if they actually made a movie here? This, that would be great. And specifically Uncharted 4. Now, when I heard they were doing a movie, I was quite excited, but with the track record of Hollywood and, you know, the video game genre that they put out there, it's not as stellar as a video game lover would like. Um, I think one in particular was Need for Speed. I think that fell off the rails a little bit, um, which I'll be discussing at the end when we speak about uh, different movies and the video game genre. So I knew going into it, it wasn't going to be meeting my expectations of what I think Uncharted, what Sony thinks Uncharted would be. Um, but when I knew that they had the production team, excuse me, the video game team with the production, I thought, okay, they may go into a different, um, in the same idea of what Uncharted is, but in a different storyline so I was waiting for that but when watching Uncharted I'll tell you it felt like they were heavily lean, leaning on Uncharted 4 and I was like okay I can see where they're going with this you know they introduced obviously Drake Nathan Drake and that's Tom Holland which I was quite happy about although I was wondering why they went with a younger a younger cast for this movie, which is understandable if you want to make a franchise of it. But then Sully, which is Victor Sullivan, that's Mark Wahlberg. And I was like, okay, this is not going to be <laughs> my cup of tea, even though I kind of like Mark Wahlberg, but he plays a very generic character in specific movies, usually being the dad, if that makes sense. And uh, when watching the movie, I think that permeates a lot and you can see that um, then we have Chloe Fraser who is played by Sophia Taylor Ali which I thought was um, a, a good surprise because I didn't really look at the trailers um, going into this so I was happy they introduced her but I kept going back in the game I kept thinking what the games were like how I played them, what the characters were introduced, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And I can't help but just compare them. So Chloe in the game is much more, she's got more suave and more cool factor with her. And I know this is a younger cast member playing Chloe. I thought we'd get more into that, but we saw someone who's very moany very angry in my view um someone who um is very inexperienced and i thought chloe when nathan drake and chloe meet together in the games they were they had like a similar 
understanding of what they were going to do. So um, I don't know what they were going to do there. And I was kind of disappointed with that. Although um, I think Antonio Banderas, his, um, his villain arc was, I would say it was, it was short-lived when he was on that plane. I mean, this is going to be a spoiler alert, isn't it? Um, when he was on the plane making a speech to his gang saying, we're going to get the treasure and all that. And I was, I was slurping on my slushy, you know. I was like, oh, this is good, <laughs> quite good. And then all of a sudden I look back and his neck is slit. <laughs> I was like, what just happened? I thought that was the most uncomfortable. I cringed at that scene when Tati, uh, the actress Tati Gabriel, I forgot her um, character's name, just murdered him and everything was fine. I was like, okay, this is very, um, it's not that unconventional, un unconventional considering she, I think, was mirroring Nadine in the Uncharted game, which was she would pair up with, um, oh shit, who was he? Not Jack, but someone like that where you have this woman and man and they're trying to find the treasures together, but they're cooperating only because they want the money. And so at the end of that game in Uncharted, he um, buys off her team, her men, and she's like, okay, fine, we'll find the whole treasure because she just wants to go home. She doesn't want to care about finding every treasure that the other guy wants. And at the end, she betrays him by locking him in a pirate ship. And I'll get into the pirate ships a bit later. But in that vein, I can understand why, you know, there was such a conflict between the two. But I didn't know she was going to outright kill him on his own plane. And his men were going to be like, yeah, this is great. I was, I just, I just thought that was, they should have left that out. That's what I'm saying. Um, so, you know, back to Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland, I thought they had an interesting relationship. You know, it was more of a brother type relationship than a mentor and uh, uh, what would we say, like a student. Um, um, they were also talking about how they explained a, a, a plot point as well when it comes to Tom Holland's brother at the start. And I forgot what it was because it was so good. <laughs> um, I was just sitting there, I was like, oh, so no wonder. It's like um, Sam, his brother, I think it's how he and Tom had to drift apart for some reason um, when they were younger, something like that. And I've, uh, I don't know, it's like a fleeting thought. So I just thought I had to mention it if anyone else understood what I was going on. Games didn't really explain that part right. Um, why he left? Is your question why the brother left? Uh, yeah, somehow he had to leave. It was, I believe Nathan. it was that he, at this point, he had been involved with so many, like, thievings and, like, attempted thievings that the police were going to put him in juvie, take him from the orphanage. Right. Yes, yes, and yes. so he was like, I got to go. You can't come with me. That's it. Yes. Because in the game charted for, he is in an orphanage. And we only know at the time we know at the flashback he's up with his brother who just enters it and they have a parkour meeting and all that. Um, and then they leave together. So uh, I thought it was good for them to um, add in. Uh, but Mark Wahlberg as Victor Sullivan, even though he dons the moustache at the end and with a cigar and whatever, I just thought it looked too uncomfortable <laughs> to look at. Um, but I just thought the dad trope that he keeps playing was there. Like, he's like, hey, kid, I can't do this. I, I just don't know. I, I, that's that's Mark Wahlberg's stick of acting. And, uh, you know, he's a better actor than me. But I can at least say that Victor Sullivan is more of a mature person, even at, at that age. That he should be so i just thought the casting was a bit uh, a mess i would say but not to 
you know, um, dump on this movie a whole lot. I thought the third act was quite neat, even though the murder scene was about uh, of a 180. I thought the pirate ship scene, I thought that was brilliant. I thought this is certainly something an uncharted game would do, um, you know, because there were two uh, pirate ships at the end of Uncharted 4, which is why I think they mirror that game a lot. Um, but they actually had a whole action scene based on that. And I thought that was, I don't think that, in my view, it doesn't make the whole movie as good as it should be. I think there was a lot of material there for them to play with. And who knows if there's a as I think I saw a cut scene uh, that would uh, talk about the ring that he had, which is um, his ancestor, but I don't, uh, Avery Drake, but um, I think it was Avery Drake. Uh, I forgot the game already. But um, I won't spoil it for anyone who wants to go in to see a second movie, a sequel, um, blindly. So I think I'll leave it there. I would give it a score out of 10. Um, I'll give it a 6. It was all right. You know, I had I had a lot of fun. It was good. I didn't expect some things. I wouldn't like to see that again. <laughs> but um, it was basically in the line with other movie uh, video game genre movies it was one of the better ones I would say and I'll now yield my time and give it away to let's give it to Constance shall we okay I'm so glad you know the games I was like please let someone here know what the games are because I don't <laughs> I wanted to make sure we had a variety of things um I don't know the games at all and I heard it's it borrows a lot from like Indiana Jones and movies like that and I like those movies, but they're disposable. So like, I don't remember them. So I wasn't excited to go see this movie. I was like, okay, I'll go see it because we're going to talk about it. But I actually had fun. Um, I was not expecting it because I also, I hate Mark Wahlberg. I'm not a fan. He's, I'm sure he's probably fine as a person, but I remember him from his Marky Mark days. That's how long I've been on the planet. So like, oh, he's in this. Oh no. But I actually had fun. And what really helped was my audience. Like I've noticed with every progressive movie, I'm getting a better and better audience. Like No Way Home was okay. And Death and the Nile was a little better. Like, it's funny how, as we move forward in time, my audiences are getting fuller and they're getting more responsive. So, you know, the scene where Tom Holland's character is supposed to cut the lights, but he gets interrupted by that Scottish guy. And so he closes the panel and the guys are like, blah, blah, blah. and he goes, what? My audience went, oh, and then they laughed. I've never heard, it was such a weird noise. But they were so into it. And so because they were laughing at a lot of stuff, it, it really brightened my spirit. So I was having way more fun than I was expecting to have. Um, I don't, I know a lot of people have issue with Tom Holland being this character because he doesn't look the part. Is it just about age or is it also about his like build? I don't know. Um, Personality wise thought, too. Yeah. Okay. I think people wanted Nathan Fillion to on the role I think I mean there was that short uh, movie or short film uh, yeah. that little scene that we saw that looked exactly like him and when we saw like a game version of him picking up a gun and ready to meet a group of guys like the back of him was just like that's Nathan Drake and everyone in the comment section agreed with me so it didn't bother me but I, I didn't know what to look for so that could be part of it. Um, I did like all the characters. And I also remember, again, just to show my age, I remember when Antonio Banderas came on the scene and everyone's like, oh, he's such a fox. He was right up there with Brad Pitt. Everyone's like, ooh, Antonio Banderas, ooh. So for him to not be the sexy character was different. And I, I had the same reaction, so Hale, of I didn't see that, that betrayal coming, even though I was told, oh, it's all about betrayals. I'm like, well, sure, it's an adventure movie. It's all about hunting gold. So of course, everyone's going to double cross everyone else. But when that happened, I was actually a little sad. I was like, oh, it's not that he wasn't the bad guy, but he wanted it because he's like, my family has a birthright to this. So I felt like he wasn't getting it just because he wanted to have the gold. It was like, I'm going to restore my family name. And I actually thought that was a good reason to chase it. So when he gets killed, a little part of me was like, oh, that's a little sad. <laughs> 
I don't know if that's a weird reaction to have, but I did. So I, I had fun. Um, I was expect maybe my expectations were just that low, but I had a good time. So those are my quick thoughts. Constance, you were talking about um, Indiana Jones, and I would say Tomb Raider came first, then it was Uncharted in terms of the games. So I think what set out Uncharted with Tomb Raider was the intricacy of the puzzles. And I think that was missing in this movie. So I was quite sad. If they had done more complicated puzzles, I think that would be... Uh, there was one like where they were underground of a church. I thought that was quite a, a, a good scene, but I was hoping for a little bit more of that. And, you know, if Antonio Bear and Banderas, his character would die or be betrayed, I think it would be more effective if it was on a ship and he just lets him go if he were to fall, for example. Um, that's just me. I'll go into, uh, who should speak? It's Anthony, what about you? What do you think? Yes, so uh, like Constance, I have no knowledge of the game. Um, but of course, Sohail, you kind of covered that. Um, so I think I'll continue on Constance's thing of, I came into this kind of fresh. I was aware of its existence and I knew that it took influence from certain uh, areas. Uh, and I'm a big fan of those type of movies. I honestly, as the days go by, I am close to saying that Raiders of the Lost Ark might be my favorite Spielberg movie. And so I, I love these adventure movies. And I think adventure movies are a lot of fun because usually what you do, and Raiders is a great example, is that you have your action, you have your plot and your narrative but that's only the foundation for what the movie's really about thematically. And of course, Raiders, it's about this dynamic between Indy and um, the female character who, of course, her name is flying out of my head. Um, oh my God, what is her name from Raiders? Somebody maybe can help me. Are you, are you talking about um, Chloe Fraser? No, no, in, yeah, in Indiana Jones. What's her name? Oh, sorry. This is the second time, I think, in like two weeks that I've forgotten her name while talking about her. I think because I talked about her in our Doctor Strange review, our reaction. Karen Allen as Marion. Thank you. Okay. Marion, that's it. Yeah. I was like, oh, I can see her face. I just... Yeah. But anyway, so that's, of course, what the movie's mainly about. So that's why when everybody complains about Indiana Jones is inconsequential to his movie. Well, like, that's not the point of the movie. The point is this relationship at the center. With Uncharted, there is no second layer. It is just this mystery. It is just this plot. And I think your enjoyment of that is how much you're willing to forgive the film for its lack of character and specifically for me, lack of motivation. I didn't really feel like these characters really, again, it was very superficial. We want gold, we want money. And they introduced some possible ideas like the Antonio Banderas with the father, but that gets one scene and given that he gets his head sliced, you know, it, it's wasted time because they didn't do that for Tati Gabriel's character. Like, I didn't really get a sense of her character and what she wanted. And I don't think, even if they said it in passing and I might, might have, have forgotten it by now, I don't think they did it in an engaging way. The other thing that I think really stuck out to me is that they spend so much time on Tom Holland's brother and that they think he's dead and the end credit scene implies that he's not dead but it just felt like it felt very odd that a large section of this movie's thematic arc is non-existent when you get to the end of the movie uh I thought the third act was the best part because the ships flying in the air was really fun but it's also the worst part because you realize that nothing has been built you know, you were just watching a hour and 54 minute cutscene, um, And I think this movie is kind of like, if you ask me what's the average video game movie, I would say it's this, because this feels like what it is like to watch somebody else play a video game. It just, that's, for me, video game movies are very passive because they take the action out of the narrative. When you're playing a video game, you get to make the choices, but here it's watching somebody else make choices and when they make these choices, it wasn't, I felt, I never felt the characters had to work for anything. There's all these puzzles and mysteries that Sohail was leading, but it's like they immediately figure out what to do. Like they immediately understand what this symbol means. And I get it because we have to keep the movie going, 
But there was a part of me that was like, I wish it took them a little bit longer to figure some of this stuff out because it, it just feels like, oh, they figured it out because they have to, because we have to get to the next scene. Um, I think Tom Holland is starting to create, has become a new movie star. And I think he's probably the closest thing we've got to out of his generation, maybe Zendaya, uh, which is fitting. They're now the power couple of the century. But I feel like they, he's far, I mean, the box office has already come in when we were reviewing this, it made $50 million over the four day weekend. You know, it's pretty impressive. And I think he does do, he does well in this role. The reason why I think it's younger is because they're gonna wanna make a bunch of Uncharted movies. And by the time he finishes, he will be age appropriate. Um, so I, I didn't really, I think it worked within the context of the film. Uh, I think the choice to have Mark Wahlberg there also makes it work that he's younger. However, I would not have had Mark Wahlberg there because I think that his energy, he didn't offer anything to the story. He had this thing of like, I trusted you, you know, this little cul-de-sac and then they, you know, of course come back around. So they have that little thing. And it, it again, he just felt like very generic Mark Wahlberg. He almost felt like he was sleepwalking through this thing. Like the, the, the same guy who walked off the set for Transformers 5 just stumbled onto the Uncharted set. And to me, he just, Tom Holland, at least I thought was bringing some energy to it. I liked him having a little bit more of a curtness to him. Um, where Mark, again, Mark Wahlberg, it just, anytime he, like the, I would argue like the best scenes of the movie are the ones that he's not really a part of, which is the third act, which he's kind of just in the helicopter the whole time. He doesn't really have a major role there. It's more like Tom, Tom Cruise, <laughs> Tom Holland. Um, like the best parts of that third act of the Tom Holland stuff. And then I, I liked the scene when they were like, him and uh, Chloe were going through, like the, trying to, with the keys and stuff, and they went into the nightclub. I was like, is Venom gonna pop out here at one point? <laughs> um, like that stuff was fun. And so, again, there was there was some energy to this and it was a watchable movie. Like I, I didn't, there was never a part that I felt like necessarily dragged or I, I didn't like, I was just like, can we just get to the next scene? But I just, it, I just found the film to be effortless in a, in a callous way. It felt like they weren't applying any effort to make this engaging on another level other than just, we're gonna show you a cutscene, which you can watch these cutscenes on YouTube for the games that already exist. I, do, I don't know why we needed to spend millions of dollars on making a movie that just didn't seem to care for anything, but again, the action and, some of the visuals um, and the set pieces. And I'm a fan of Ruben Fleischer's other work. I really loved both Zombieland movies and I was a big, I, I did like the first Venom. So for me, this is a step down from his other work where other people may be like, no, this is right in line. For me, I do think it was a step down because at least those other movies, like it had Tom Hardy or Emma Stone, like I, I um, there was more, there was a little bit more of an emotional connection that I just didn't feel with this one partly because I don't think the movie spends time doing that, which I think is a mistake. And partly then also because the areas that it does try to do that with the brother, it just completely drops the ball on and saves it for the sequel, which I, I just okay. don't, I, listen, I'm glad it's, I didn't think we were gonna get an Uncharted 2 before the box office came out. It seems like we probably will get one now, but still, I don't think it's, I don't think teasing sequel things should make the current chapter incomplete when you do that. Um, mm -hmm. And if, if your current movie is incomplete because you're missing the resonance that you've been setting up from the first scene with the brother, like it just feels open-ended. It feels like unresolved. And to me, I always have to judge a movie independently divorced from what may come down the line. So yeah, I would give this, uh, I, I don't think we got consensus number. I would give this a 4.8 for me. Oh yeah, I didn't give it a number. Um five okay so we're around i think we were both around the same place constance and then i think sohail was able to i'm interested sohail could you like fill in the gaps maybe a little bit more than us or maybe you are yeah. in with a, a love of this world because i think that probably does help a little bit with this one because yeah i mean yeah. The, cameo, I, the cameo i i assume that was the cameo of the actual guy who does the voice for yeah. It, yes, it, and the, thought, on the beach, yeah. Yeah, so like, I feel like for Uncharted fans, I feel like for the most part, this does probably play for them better than the average moviegoer. I still think if you're an average mm -hmm. moviegoer going in, you're not like lost. It's not like Warcraft, 
I feel like you can still get into the movie, but I, I do think that your higher opinion of it is probably because you've already ingratiated yourself in the world of Uncharted. Yeah, that, that was a surprise to see um, the actual guy. I don't know if, you, um, I, um, I don't know about that, but I can fill in three things at least, and I can agree with, I, I want to defend a little bit of Mark Wahlberg a little bit because Sullivan is more of a guide to Nathan Drake, not as a companion, if that makes sense. I would I would just argue in terms of Mark Wahlberg is just that I think that like I would have preferred like this movie wasn't great, but like the Fantastic Beast, how they used Jude Law's Dumbledore, like if he just like popped in every now and then, because again, him just being on the mission the whole time, it just I think Tom Holland could have done it on his own. I think he was by far the best part of the movie. And so like, he could have done it. Like, I mean, he just, you know, he's, he's Spider-Man. Like he can hold a movie together. So I don't think, cause I feel like we've, we've had Tom Holland in training wheels now to be a movie star for so long. Like it's Samuel L. Jackson or Robert Jenny Jr. Or, you know, No Way Home in its totality. Like he can lead a movie, just let him do it. I don't like, I don't get why we still need to like, like, have a chaperone for him as a movie star. <laughs> yeah, I think it was just this, uh, and I'll finish after this point. Like, I think it's because of the games, they want Sullivan and people love Sullivan. You know, the game, uh, the players that love him, they want to see him. And I think he just falls short of what we needed. And one more point, um, when it comes to the brother, he was only mentioned in Uncharted 4, as I believe. And I think... Once they mentioned him in the game, he was right there in the for forefront. And then he comes back, like, he's mainly in the in the game as Nathan Drake is. So I can understand why um, everyone is confused as why they referenced the brother, but he's only in the post credit scene. Um, but I'll digress. Uh, Jack, what do you think? Um, I thought it was fine um, in terms of my what I know of Uncharted. I haven't played the games, but I've watched the like cutscene movies for all of them. So I know them pretty well. Um, I would say if you want to watch an Uncharted movie, I would watch any of those cutscenes before I would watch this personally. Um, yeah, Tom Holland did a good job. He was a likable lead character. He's still playing Tom Holland. I don't think he's like Nathan Drake at all. In most ways, I mean, he's still like doing when he fights people being like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do that and all that Tom Holland stuff. Um, but he was he was still a likable lead. So I just really had to like take my association with like the Nathan Drake and Sullivan character and just be like, this isn't them. These are their own different characters. Just enjoy them as they are. And I thought they were both fine in that regard. I thought they were decent characters to follow. They just weren't those characters per se. I would say the standout amongst the cast, I did really like Tati Gabriel as um, Braddock, I believe was the name. I, I thought she oh, had- Why not? <laughs> yeah, she had, she had the best- That could be her name. She had the best screen presence, I think, out of anyone here. I think she- Yeah, she was, more, she was very captivating, yeah. Immediately when she was on screen, she always had my attention. I thought, I mean, I didn't really like what they did with Antonio Banderas killing him. And it was like the most PG-13 knife throat cut ever no blood at all it's like did she actually kill him i was kind of confused um but yeah I, th I thought she was the standout for me i think if you're looking for like a basic by the numbers action adventure movie that you can just like watch and have fun with i think you'll have fun with it it's not adding anything new or special but i think it's serviceable um the action scenes are well done like the ship scene and um the other one the um the bar scene I thought they were both well done. Yeah, and what else is there? Um, Tom Holland's juggling of the bottles, that was very- Yeah, he, he was good with the stunts. I would, I would just say that overall, like you said, the puzzles also were disappointing and kind of, everything was too easy. It's like <laughs> this hid, hidden crypt thing underground that no one has been able to um, access. It's just one vent away from this underground club. And this underground ship place, all he had to do to get to it was swim through an underground tunnel and then he's there. It's like, no one's ever found this. It's like, 
should have been a little more difficult, I think. Um, but overall, I thought it was fine. I would probably give it like a five out of 10, right down the middle. So five out of 10 brings our total score to a 5.2 for the council for Uncharted. So I thought I would be very harsh on this movie. That's why I gave it a six because I don't really give movies below five, to be honest. So um, I'm kind of shocked by that. But That's a little does... mermaid, right, Sahel? Uh, yeah. <laughs> let, let, let's not go there <laughs> um, I was, I'm just going to see what the um, Rotten Tomatoes of it was I believe it's at 40 um, it's around there oh 39 yeah, yeah. so yeah. IMDB has it at 6.7 so yeah 47 Metacritic so I think we are the Average people who would rate such a movie. Uh, average. Um, yeah. It's 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 like it's I wouldn't say it's good, but it's it's not it's like inoffensively bad. Like it's not a well-made movie, but it doesn't offend you. Like it's not a it's not, it's not like a house of Gucci where you're just like offended by its awfulness. Like it it's there, yeah. it's fine. Go for a matinee. Yeah. Have a nice afternoon if you need to get out of the cold of February wherever you are. And I would say, you know, even though Tom Holland was the highlight, he didn't shine as well as I thought he would be because it was his movie. If, if we're going by the lead, you know, he was the lead. But I just think there was too many things thrown at him. Um, I think he did play a good Nathan Drake but at the end. I just think he needs a sequel to finally show that he can lead this type of movie and not be Spider-Man. Which he, which he is, you know. I didn't, I didn't actually see Spider-Man in him at all in this movie. So didn't that's a good what? thing. Didn't see Spider-Man. Didn't see Spider-Man. I did not. Oh, okay. No. Yeah, I, I thought I, I, Tom I, Holland actually acted differently this time around, in my view. Listen, I think you know he, he's our Harrison Ford. You're going to see shadings of the guy and whatever he does, but he will transition from role to role. Um, yeah, I just. As you said, I think I think he deserves another shot and like to stand on his own. Like whether it was the Mark Wahlberg duo with the oh, with the the thing with the chandelier, you know that whole heist to get the cross, or it was with Chloe. Like he always had a second person, and it was just like I don't know if I think the Chloe bit would stand better if the first bit he was alone. Like one of them, like like let him like as the best part of the movie. Yeah was the ending when he more or less was doing it on his own. He was divorced from somebody else and if he was calling the shots instead of other people calling the shots and him following them. Like, why is Nathan Drake so passive in his own movie? Like, why is everybody else making the decisions for Nathan Drake? Um, that I think also affected the movie's more mellow intensity. At least in the games, I think he had, even though there was a duo in every scene um, of the gameplay, I think I mean, Jack, you can help. Um, I think he's the one that leads more. He's like the one, we're going here, follow my leads. I know what I'm doing. And I think with, I think we can, we can just chalk up to age. You know, Nathan Drake is quite young. He needs guidance. Mm -hmm. But if a sequel is to happen, and if that post-credit scene is any indication, I think it would allow him to... It, set the movie on his own terms in other words I think he can mature into it Yeah. have we all exhausted ourselves with Uncharted well I have one question since we do have people who know the game I may not know the game but you watch enough movies you start to know a cameo scene when you see it so when they came out of the ocean and there was that guy just sitting on the beach and he's like oh my god what happened to you that felt very pointed. I'm like, is this someone important? Did he like do the voice for <laughs> like, one of yeah. these, or did he make the game? Yeah. Like, is that person important? Yeah, he was uh, yeah, Nathan the Drake. Voice he voiced Nathan Drake. Yeah. Okay. Nolan North, I believe, is his name. Okay, because yeah. that that's that whole thing goes by, and it was it was just too like you got to look at this, and as soon as it was over, I was just sitting there going, that was a cameo. I don't know who that person is, it's very but blatant. this scene told me 
this person's so, important. We need to go back to when cameos were like one line. Like we keep like extending them out. This one was a little bit better because I think it was like only two. But like we got to go back to like Lou Ferrigno as like the security guard in The Incredible Hulk. Like they don't make you realize that it's a like you're right, Constance. Like I feel like now cameos are just like hello instead right. of just like letting the person walk back and letting it be a cameo like just somebody yeah it wasn't natural at all it felt so forced i was like why is yeah. a total stranger like talking to them like and, and they're actually like oh yeah we'll talk back i'm like you don't know this person why is this whole thing even yeah. happen? it just felt so i was like this is a cameo this is a hey people who know what it is are gonna be like look look it's this person and i'm gonna be like i don't know who that is so. it's it's like if every time stanley had a cameo he said excelsior like he would say his line and then say excelsior like we get it like even right. the people who don't know who norland nolan north is it's like yeah we understand we we get this it's it's it's, it's good you don't you don't have to you don't have to try harder like just just have him say a line and then we can keep walking <laughs> yeah i would say Cameos should be like Easter eggs because then it is it would still be the same situation. Non uh, lovers of the game would not understand what was happening, but they would, you know, it, it would be fine. It would still be them on the beach trying to get to the destination. Whereas for, for example, Jack and I, we could say, "Oh, look, that Easter egg that was Nolan North," you know. Um, but for me, I think I think I needed it because the movie was getting a little bit tired <laughs> at that point but um yeah so there's that but i agree yeah it should be a one-liner or just a fleeting moment i would say so you guys agree that it felt forced and unnatural and it just felt like they brought too much attention to it yeah yeah it felt unnatural but i was i was fine with it i thought it was kind of funny too the way he was like oh yeah that happened to me too because <laughs> he was the yeah i was like I think I needed, I think I liked that exchange, even though it was, because I thought it would be like, oh, one sentence worth. But I think for me, I think it was perfect. But I would see if I came into it not knowing what Uncharted was, I was like, you're just speaking to a stranger about what happened in the past. And I was like, just get on with your life. <laughs> you know, um, so like the fun. rest of the film, it was fun. It was fun, <laughs> yes. But I, I think did, they just need so to flesh it My instinct was right, out. though. I was right yeah. that it was a cameo. I just, I was like, I don't know what this is referencing. So this is how it, that feels. Okay. <laughs> well, the other thing, too, is I'll just say this and then we can go to our next topic. But there was a part of me that was like, are they setting up that Mark Wahlberg is his long lost brother? Like, is this <laughs> what we've been doing? Like, because we got to the helicopter scene and I'm like, are they going to reveal this? I was like, oh, no, no, not going to happen. Um, so that was, another, that was just the one other thing I was like, I was waiting for it. I was like, is this, are we going to establish more? Nope. Okay. All right. Yeah. Roll credits. <laughs> and talk about rolling credits. We're going to stop with this type of review. And I think we can all agree it was a fine average movie based on a video game movie. Okay. Now we can go on to uh what type of video game movies you'd like to talk about and i have a lot to to say about individual ones so i can say a cluster of them but i'd like um our co-host to go first so let's go opposite um let's go to jack first what would you say is one of Um, your highlights Mine's a little bit of a cheat because there's not many video game movies that i'm like a big fan of um my cheat would be arcane which is a tv Mm. series it's based on league of legends with which i have not played but that was a really good tv series i do think tv because games are so long in total like when you look at those uncharted um cutscene like movie things are like four or five hours long i do think they may lend themselves more to tv as many things do nowadays because you just have more time to um delve into everything rather than in movies and that series in particular the animation was like some of the best i've ever seen the characters were really interesting i didn't have to know anything about the game i didn't know anything about the game but it established this like really unique fascinating world it was more adult than i expected it's almost like a futuristic game of thrones in some ways 
um, and the the um, characters, the motivation, the um, relationships was all really well done. So one of my favorite shows of last year and was based on a video game. Movie wise, um, I thought Detective Pikachu was fine, I guess. Um, Rampage was okay. Those are really the only ones I can think of. But movie wise, nothing really stands out. I have to tell you something. I did watch Arcane episode one and two and was just completely bored with it. Maybe it's because oh, I didn't play going. the... I, <laughs> probably it's because episode I don't three, know... There's a twist in three and it just like moves everything forward greatly. I think I know the twist because I think I saw a little bit of a scene. But even then, I, I apologize to everyone who loves okay. Arcane. I just can't get into it. Especially with Lord of the Rings, if I have to go into that. I watched... I have to. I, I left the second, like, I forgot how many movies there. The second movie, I think it was the halfway through it, I was like, it's going nowhere. <laughs> I'm not happy with it. So um, I respect those who love it. I know Lord of the Rings is very special, like Game of Thrones special, but the fans aren't that crazy. So I can say that. Um, yeah. So um, I respect your choices. Any movies that you think was completely bad, Jack? Um, everything I didn't mention is pretty bad. <laughs> oh, oh, we'll get yeah. onto that, right? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I'll let you guys handle those. I don't have any strong opinions about them. Anthony, what do you think? Good, bad? What's your view? So for my pitch, I always wanted to see an animated Super Mario Galaxy movie because I loved playing that game as a kid. Um, and I think it would just, not with Chris Pratt, but I think it would be a really um, crazy, fun game. I always wanted a trilogy of like Super Mario Bros and then Super Mario at the Olympics and then Super Mario Galaxy. But again, not with Chris Pratt. Um, <laughs> with Jared Leto. Like he's so... <laughs> oh God, I, I might, but maybe. Yeah. The House of Gucci cast is um the mario brothers that would be fun um and you know I, I like chris pratt and other things just not mario but that was always one that i loved i loved playing super mario galaxy and i think it's such a the, the score of that game is incredible so I, I always wanted to see that another fun video game movie that i think they could do is adapt the batman arkham vr game for the ps4 vr it's about an hour walkthrough and it is so great. This is a game that you could just go on YouTube and watch the cutscene because it's really engaging. You start, I'm not going to spoil the twist, but it's a great twist. And you kind of, the thing starts with you trying to figure out what happened to Nightwing because something happened and he's missing. And you realize it's really like the most detective story Batman I've ever seen. And it's like fantastic. And some, if somebody did a direct adaptation of that game, I would absolutely love it, especially if they did it with like, I, I think, honestly, I think any Batman could do it. I think an older Christian Bale, an older Michael Keaton, like it needs an older Batman, but it's a really great game that I've, I've played through so many times, even though I obviously know it. Um, and the VR technology was just great. Um, as far as movies that exist, I would say my favorite is probably the Alicia Vikander Tomb Raider movie. I remember enjoying that. Um, I thought she was fun. Uh, I'm a fan of the female action genre, so I, that's probably why. Uh, but I thought it was fun. The, 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 there was a couple of good action sequences. I thought it was varied. And yeah, the, for me, that one was probably the best. If like we can't count like Wreck-It Ralph, which, you know, that's always usually my answer, but we can't count it. Yeah. Um, as for worst, see, this is the thing. I see a lot of things. I don't see everything so i specifically remember refunding tickets to warcraft and assassin's creed wow, <laughs> smart choice so like i mean the choice i ended up going with was now you see me too so i don't know if it was the smartest choice uh, yeah. <laughs> but which i'm still upset that movie was not called now you don't i will never die i, I mean i will i will never get off that hill i will die on that hill it should have been called now you don't um don't but um, yeah, I, I'm trying to think of like the worst one I've seen because a lot of them are bad. Um, and maybe, I, I'm pretty sure Sohail is going to come with the fire here um, with the ones that he hated. Uh, so maybe I'll just pass it off to him. 
Because like Mortal Kombat last year, I thought was fine. I probably enjoyed it more mm-hmm. than Uncharted. But um, the yeah, I I tend to just see like the the average, the fine movies, um, and I just yeah, like why would I watch Need for Speed or Assassin's Creed or um, Prince of Persia? You know, it's like why would I bludgeon? Life is too short to bludgeon yourself. <laughs> with horrible films i'm kind of committed to seeing every comic book movie so like that's that's my genre i don't need to like bludgeon myself with the the outliers of the video game things so but i i do have hopes for the last of us i i do think that could be actually like good with no qualifiers um and i i i will say that um what was it oh my god there was there was like Maybe it was Detective Pikachu. I mean, we we did have a couple all right video game movies. Um, so you know, Sonic was fine. Sonic was fine. So oh, yeah. yeah. So like, I do think that we're getting better. We're not in the dark days of the '90s and the 2000s of video game movies. But um, yeah, I just I I think I think as we as Jack was saying about Arcane, I think long form entertainment is better because there's so much. There's so many things in these games that you can play for hours and hours, and I think you need the time to ex- explore it. Except for something like a Mario Brothers, which is simple. It's just you know, because all that changes about Mario is the world. The the, the the plot is the same in every game. So, um, so yeah, if I have to pick a worst, I'm, I'll go with the Angry Birds movie, if we consider that a video game, because that was dreadful. I was so sick after seeing that movie, and I think I walked in a little sick, but it definitely didn't help. Um, I was yeah it was very loud I had a headache I had to throw up it was very uncomfortable it was probably the most agonizing movie going experience I've ever seen and again I'm going to blame the movie partially for that so that's my thing you know one thing I would say before I unleash on what I do like and do not like and I'll do that after I give it to Constance the game that I loved playing on the Nintendo was uh, Mario and Sonic Winter Olympic Games. Those are fun. That, that was brilliant. I I loved it. I loved the fuck out of that game. That was brilliant. I I played that when I was in hospital, when I was sick, when I wanted not to go to school. Like I just played that all the all day, and I just thought it was just a great experience and I think when you play video games you have that excitement when you're going to play and then I got into more mature games when I had the PS2 and all that um, but yeah that was fun if they made a I don't think they'd make a video um, excuse me a movie about that but um, yeah that's just a highlight I wanted to say after Anthony was speaking about Mario game. Uh, Constance, I'll leave it to you to give us something good and something bad, or whatever you like. Right. Um, I I echo Anthony. I I like the remake for Laura Croft. I like Alicia Vikander as that character. That that movie still had problems. It was um, not a great movie, but I liked the idea. I liked where they would have gone. They just didn't fully go there. So that's one of the better ones. But a nostalgia one for me, just again, because I was the right age and all that at the time. I actually liked the first Resident Evil. And part of that is just the group I was with and we played it and we went and saw it. And when you haven't seen anything better at the time, you're like, oh, this looks so great. Obviously, the effects haven't aged well because it's from 2002. But, you know, I have to remember how it was at the time. Um, I like that it's kind of a horror film because I do like horror films. And I like that the first zombie doesn't appear for it's kind of like Jaws, how it takes like an hour to get to the shark. It takes like an almost an hour to get to the first zombie. So it has that slow burn kind of. You're the first person to mention Resident Evil and Jaws within the same <laughs> sense. I mean, that's why I'm here. <laughs> so, but, but I think that's really good from a structure standpoint to really take your time to get to the zombiness. So I, I like that from, and I like the cast. So it's like, oh yeah, you know, I was, I was a teenager. It's just, it was a different time and, and I was with my friends and we did it like as a thing. It was just fun. So it was a good time. Um, I'm sure it hasn't, I haven't watched it in a while. So I'm sure if I watched it now, I'd be like, oh God, 2002 effects. Oh, painful. But um, 
Not as bad as the Scorpion King, right? Was that the Dwayne Johnson? <laughs> oh, right. God. So those are ones I like. Um, I actually, I was like, you know, let me look. I, I pulled up a quick list and I'm like, oh, I can't even talk to what's bad because I'm like, I have seen none of these. I have not seen <laughs> Fighter. I have not seen Wing Commander. Well, the other thing too is like, if you would ask me like best video game movie, it would be two movies at the both ends that aren't technically video game movies because I would say Wreck-It Ralph is the best and Pixels is the worst. Um, which oh my god president kevin james ladies and gentlemen um but yeah so just from osmosis i feel like society has taught me video game movies suck and so i go yeah sure but not because i've actually seen it and go they're right they suck i i can't speak to i haven't seen these so i'm sure they're all terrible so since i'm too much of a novice maybe we should let sohail just rip them a new one so um i can't really speak to the, the badness i would have to watch them so <laughs> I, I will have to admit you know i haven't seen every single video game movie because i knew that some of them were bad at the outset um and also because i'm not that I, i'm quite young so I, I don't know all these movies that have come out but let's go through a list shall we uh, resident evil i think that was all right i think it was fine um, how many movies was that? I think it was four, five, or whatever. How many Resident Evil? Three. Um, oh. Yeah, there were six. I feel as movies. Yeah, I th- let me. I'll well, look there we go then. Well, th- there we go. I think that I haven't seen a single. Had... Well, no, now there's seven because the new one came the out. Raccoon yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Raccoon City. Resident Evil was 2002. Then there was. Mm-hmm. Apocalypse in 2004, Extinction in 2007, um, Retribution in 2012. Afterlife. Was there Afterlife? Afterlife was one. Afterlife was one. Gonna take your word for it. Um, the final chapter, and then the Raccoon City. So let's see, hunt one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, seven with Raccoon City. Oh my God. Well, it shows that there is a group of people of moviegoers that love Resident Evil. I've never been into that type of video game genre, but you know, it's good for them and for that studio. Sonic the Hedgehog, I think it was very good. Thank God they <laughs> took the time to redo the character drawing because that was that sucked. It was a great meme, but I think um they respectfully saw that they needed to redo it. And I think it worked. I'm a very big Sonic the Hedgehog fan. I'm more of a Knuckles type um, character for me, so I'm glad he's back with Tails, and I think that brings a lot of nostalgia back, you know, playing on the Sony Ericsson phone, playing those games, trying to, like, get the rings. Oh, that was great. Um, Mortal Kombat, um, you know, it was the first movie I saw as a screening, so... I won't say it's that much <laughs> shit on it, but um, I feel even though I've, I was more of a Tekken type of player than a Mortal Kombat um, player, I would say they needed to tell us why they were having a tournament. I was wondering, like, why are they, you know, why are they having a tournament? What was the beef, you know? So I think they needed to flesh it out a little bit. Maybe a slow burn would have been effective in that regard, to then have the movie play out. Because I think the action scenes were quite good, especially the first 10 minutes or the first five minutes. I thought that was great cinematography and great action sequences. Um, Tomb Raider. Now, I grew up watching Angelina Jolie's uh, Tomb Raider. And I thought, I don't care what they say. She was brilliant. I don't care if they say she vogued it. She was Lara Croft, and she will forever be Lara Croft to me so when I heard that they were redoing it I was like oh okay you know there's still Angelina Jolie she's still there she looks the same as <laughs> she does back in the day um, and I think Alicia did a good job I think she was more not of a action Lara Croft but more of a adventure type if, if you can if you can understand what I'm saying because I think Lara Croft does adventure and then she finds the puzzles and then she goes into action which i think angelina excelled in i think alicia did better in the more 
uh, former parts. And um, it's sad to see that movie not have been not received well by the critics, but um, hopefully was, we can get another it, one. I think it was received fine. I'm going to do a quick Google search. I think it was received fine. I just think it was hurt because it was released in the aftermath of Black Panther, which nobody expected. Right. Like it was released a month later and it still was competing with Black Panther. Yeah, it made it made I, no noise, to be honest. Yeah. I think it was like 52%. Let's see. Yeah, you're exactly 52%. That's unfortunate. Um, um, the funniest thing though, yeah. and then Sahel, you get back, is just the when yeah. they marketed the movie and it was like, you know, this and there was like Academy Award winner, Alicia McGann. Like, yeah. I don't know, like, I get it. It's it's a proud accomplishment, but I don't know if Academy Award would like. I, I I would love to say like I want that above my name for Tomb Raider. Um, you know, it's just, it's hilarious to me. It's like if like in front of Jupiter. Oh no, that was after. But it's like you know if they it's like actors like Florence Pugh if she put Academy Award nominee in front of you know whatever Black Widow role she does next. Um, it's just it was, hey, I, I'm all for it. You know. No, I mean, it's, I'm all it's for great. That's proud for her. I never expected Tomb Raider to have a buzz. I never expected a Tomb Raider movie to have on its marketing or its poster the words Academy Award winner yeah. anywhere. If you think about it, if Angelina came back, it's, it'd be the same line Academy Award winner, Angelina Jolie. No, she won. She won before, right? She was girl oh, well, was like 98, oh. I want to say. Like, also, Tomb Raider, though. You could put Academy Award winner Angelina right. Jolie is Lara Croft. <laughs> so, Lara Croft, I think, for future actresses, you need to win the Academy Award to play her. I think Nobody that's, that's what they're going for. The poise of an Oscar winner. <laughs> so, Olivia um, Coleman. I can't Pichu. wait to see Olivia Coleman as Lara Croft. Oh, that's going to be really exciting. <laughs> you know, if they make her a comedy, I think that would work really well. Um, I digress. Let's go to Detective Pikachu, as Anthony was saying. I think that was a good movie. Um, I think they should have... I feel like they should have gone to more of the lore side of it. You know, speak of the mythos and, you know, the tournaments and that side, why there's so many Pikachu. I mean, there was a whole series about it when I was growing up and the play cards. Oh, that was so great. You know, I, now that I think about about it, I know I'm getting old <laughs> because I was like, oh, back in the day, <laughs> even though it was only like 15 years ago or something like that. Um, so yeah, that that brought some good memories. I watched that in New York as well, so that was a good experience. Um, I watched that and the other movie, Dark Phoenix. Yeah, which I wouldn't say that was a great movie to see, but um, I had to watch it and then get on the on the flight. So. Um, it was okay for me. Uh, I would go down. Um, hmm. What's your okay. absolute worst? I'm interested. What's oh, like? Um, uh, I think it would be. I think it would be Assassin's Creed. I forgot which one, but I feel like there was only one movie. If not, that shows how bad <laughs> I thought of that um, movie genre, uh, the movie series. In that regard, I thought Michael Fassbender, great actor. I just think he was too serious. Well, Assassin's Creed is a serious video game, but it's very niche. You know, it's not, it's beloved, but not everyone wants to see it in a movie, it's well, in a movie screen. I, would I think you just have to have the right approach. Like, I think the issue is yeah. that they kind of just, it's a grab bag of what the game has instead of mm -hmm. finding a narrative that works. Like the fact that what 40% of the movie takes place in the, 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 the present timeline instead of in the past. It's like, is it what people like about this game is the past? Why are we spending so much time with Marion Cotillard as a nurse and Jeffrey Irons? Like, and like, it just, I think that was the issue with Assassin's Creed. Mm -hmm. it, it missed, it either didn't have the budget to do, the full movie or it miscalculated where the movie should have been and i think you know if we can end it here i think that's basically what it is the studios don't totally understand what the fans want out of a video game movie and i think it's not 
you can't say it's the fans' fault for not coming by and seeing it. They loved the game because the game was presented to them and they played it and thought it was a very good game or a really bad game. If people say, you know, The Last of Us, if we can look at the look towards the future, you know, they need to be careful that they don't mirror too much of The Last of Us 2, even though I thought it was deservedly so the game of the year, even though I, I don't want to spoil it, but Abby, it's a very controversial choice. Even when I first found out about it, someone spoiled it for me, that what would happen to a certain character, and um, which made me not want to buy the game. But me watching playthroughs of the game made me love that character and the whole story. But a lot of people were very vicious. And I think if that TV show mirrors, I say the word mirror a lot, if it at least encapsulates what Last of Us 1 did, I think the TV show would excel beyond what the studio would want, you know, and expect. So I think they need to understand what type of, they need to understand what game they're really using, the storyline that people really engaged with in order to have the best movie out there with a great, a good budget, you know, it doesn't have to be extravagant, but they have to have a good cast. And when, you know, for the love of God, if the scan, if the scams, <laughs> if the fans scream for a certain type of actor in a particular role, I think you should heed them, even when that actor is free to do it. So um, that was a little dig to Sony there. But um, yeah, I'd say, you know, it's going to be an ebb of flow. I think it's not really a roller coaster because there's no high at the moment where the industry has been when it comes to video game genres. Um, like one of those these... carnival roller coasters that you know go yeah. on a truck and they have to build, and you're like, uh oh, oh, it's like a, it's like a, cat- <laughs> it's like a caterpillar merry-go-round yes. <laughs> type of type of one. But um, yeah, I, to be honest, even though I love video games, I don't need to see them in movies. You know, it's exciting. I think The Last of Us, as Jack and everyone is saying, you know, long format um, shows or mediums, excuse me, are very good and really do capture what a video game is because these video games are long, they are complicated and TV shows are the best medium to do it. And I think Uncharted, to tie it all back, I think it did what it needed to do, but it just didn't feel the best out of all. It just seemed very average. And I think they wanted to take it in a different direction, but we'll just have to see when the sequel comes. Um, any last thoughts? It's all about understanding your medium. I think Contest and I as mm-hmm. musical fans understand that whenever we see a Guadra musical that doesn't get translated properly, it's like, well, it's because they didn't understand the medium. They didn't understand the changes that had to be made if you're gonna do this or the wherewithal to maybe just leave it alone. You know, because some things don't work like, you know, Into the Woods as a musical doesn't really work in three act film story structure. They tried, but, you know, it doesn't mean it's going to work out. I think video games, as you said, you know, maybe they work better in long form. That's why Halo and Last of Us are going to be interesting to see how they perform. But Mm -hmm. I, I think they just I think what they need to solve is that what makes video games engaging is that you can become the main character. And he's you know, more or less a blank slate in a way for you to take him wherever he needs to go or she, wherever they need to go. Where characters in film have to be very specific. You're, you're, you're getting their whole life within an hour and a half, which isn't the case with video games. And so that disconnect, I think if, if that's solved, then you have a chance to, you know, take us to the next step of telling the story. Because the, the, if you pitch the ideas for these video games as movies, I mean, they would get sold immediately. They're great ideas and they're very visual. So it just takes the right mind. It takes somebody like Kevin Feige who was able to be smart with the with film, but takes his passion in combining them. It can't be people who just like the game 
or people who don't like the game and just see a brand opportunity, which I think is often mm -hmm. the case. They see the brand. PS4 is like, or the, the PlayStation is like, well, it sells a lot. Let's hire Tom Holland. So um, I think that's just the order of importance in terms of when you're making a film, what is the most important aspect of the process, I think needs to be reshuffled for video game movies if they're going to keep making them. Yeah, I would say Sony has that problem with even their comic book genre movies. They just, I don't think they have a Kevin Feige. I don't, I don't even think they want one in my view. But I think that's another discussion. <laughs> I mean, Amy um, Pascal has done some, I mean, she's an Academy Award winner for a Spider-Man movie. So I think she's she's good, but they de they definitely don't have it for any yeah. other brand. But we're, of course, in a new age. I mean, they still have Crackle. Like, that's their streaming service. So Sony is new to this game, you know. Because honestly, like, I like Sony, like, un Sony should have their own streaming service. And you could have an Uncharted show. You could have, like, so many PlayStation games, like, shows. You could have a Ghostbusters show. Um, you know, Stranger Things is so popular. It's essentially similar territory. You could do that. You could do Spider-Man shows. Like the fact that we're having a Spider-Man show in Disney Plus with freshman year, like Sony has, you know, nobody talks about them in this way, but like Jumanji, another like video game-esque movie, which works really well. So, you know, you're right. You're right. They need somebody to oversee yeah. all of this because there is an opportunity for really engaged storytelling that is exciting for both new fans and old. Yeah, I think it's very telling that Sony would let The Last of Us go to, is it Hulu or something like HBO. that? HBO. Oh. HBO. That's very dumb. It's your own property as much as Uncharted is. It's mm -hmm. by the same studios. I think it's Naughty Dog, um, I think. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think it is. But um, it's it's played on PlayStation. It's exclusive on PlayStation. I just think it's weird they didn't at least be serious to get it, you know, and buy the rights for it, and just get an own, their own streaming service. They they saw the writing on the wall, but they didn't act accordingly. I think that's the problem with that studio, and that brings up. A whole can of worms, which we'll discuss later in movie, uh, movie, excuse me, in a episode of the council. Mm -hmm. And I think that ends this episode off. Do you agree, guys? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So thank you, everyone, for having me back. This was very much a good experience again. Um, I think it's better than the last time because we didn't have a game, um, but we just chat on different we can do one right movies. now let's go <laughs> uh, video yes, games and the answer <laughs> a video game yes that's right in this way we did do a video game type game of what we did and did not like so there we go we passed that test and my or in my, in my view a, a nightmare <laughs> Anthony wins again um, <laughs> so I think that brings us to a closing thank you all so much for watching another episode of The Council. That has been me. I've been Sohail and Constance. Bye. <laughs> and Anthony. Bye, everyone. And Jack. Bye. Tune in for the next episode. Thanks, everyone.